Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 405, recorded on December 8th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about the Game Awards 2022. The winners, the losers, and El Pacino. Uncle Phil wants Call of Duty on Switch and Steam. Plus, the FTC might have different plans for Xbox's acquisition of Activision, Activision Blizzard. That. So much more of your questions and our reactions. Jesse, you know what to do. Cue the music. Hello, everybody. This is the Nintendo Dads coming to you live after the Game Awards show. Like we ever do every year, but we didn't stream it. We decided to talk about it afterwards because Jesse would have fell asleep anyways. But anyway, Jesse, so how are you bored. doing? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> how are you doing, sir? Are you doing all right? Uh, I'm trying to wake up before I go to sleep again. But <laughs> right, yeah. so you're ready to go to bed. Justin's on drugs, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> we're that is true. To... That is true. <laughs> how are you feeling, Justin? You feeling all right? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm uh, uh, saying with the pre-show, I'm on the I'm on the right side of it, but I'm still not a hundred percent. My vote, my, excuse me, my voice still feels pretty pretty scratchy and uh, pretty throttled. So I appreciate the fact that uh, Tim, you're going to jump in the in the primary host seat and and uh, do do a lot of the talking. But uh, happy to be feeling at least a little bit better that I can actually podcast today. Don't feel like I got hit with a Mack truck. Right, so that was a nice change. And as everybody noticed, Marty isn't with us today because he had to go tackle the person who uh, invaded the show, the Game Awards show at the end. He was there to handle security. So he took care of that person there uh, that tried to, you know, speak at the end there, if you didn't notice. But he'll be back with us next week, hopefully, and he'll have a story with us. But anyways, let's move on to the news, shall we? Let's do it. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, but we'll talk about that later. What we want to talk about is the news brought to you by Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads. Huge thanks to our newest Patreons for also and all for also helping us create more great Nintendo Dads content and making our community a better place, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So with that, uh, do we have any new Patreons, in, by the way? Oh, well, we do have a new Patreon producer. Nice. Jacqueline, right, I believe? Let me double check that. Yes. Uh, uh, our notes, our awesome note taker yep, said Jack, is. Where is Jacqueline Am- Amira. Yeah, Amira, thank you so much for jumping at the Patreon producer level. My gosh, that was so amazing. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, I know you actually sent an email to our inbox and I meant to respond today and I totally forgot because I was busy <laughs> with work. Uh, but Jacqueline, we are going to reach out to you right away because in 2023, all of our Patreon producers, you need to keep yourself ready. Actually, maybe Tim can help me with this. We're going to send out an invite using our Calendarly booking app and get you to choose what date you want to come on the show and be a guest in our hot spot, in our hot seat. So we're excited for that. But of course, we thank over almost the 100, 100, 100, which is crazy, Patreon folks who support us every single month uh, to help us keep the lights and the mics running and keep us doing the amazing content we do. So thank you so much for that. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's been an amazing 2022, and we're so excited about 2023 as well. 
And thanks again for sponsoring the news, which today's news is all about the Game Awards or mostly about the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of content this year. First off, guys, you both watched it, right? I actually watched it with the volume off multitasking on <laughs> a bunch of other things. So I just like propped it up on like a corner and I kind of like walked past. I was like, oh, what's going on over there? OK, um, so I watched some of it, though. All right. And Jesse, you watched it. I did watch the entire thing. I think I dosed off two or three times. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, there was some exciting things that happened with uh, with regarding Nintendo, but just so, so much overhead on that thing that it just drugged the whole thing down. I'm going to be honest. I think, and it's funny, Mech in the chat here asks, is it worth the time to watch it again? I'm going to be honest with you. I think that the pre-show, they call it, the 30 minutes before the top of the hour, uh, I thought the one that's hosted by Sydney, uh, did a, just a freaking amazing like the that thing was tight it was snappy it was quick it was it was great that was really really great and then it just felt like as you moved into the big show as as i was watching along i was just like okay like i it just and, and i know that you know we talked you know acceptance speech at the beginning was a little bit long and and uh and, and ate up a lot of space and you could definitely feel like jeff was trying to catch that later because he because the awards were like like he gave away like five awards in one minute. He's like, the nominations are this. The winner is that. Yeah, especially, especially the last set. He sped run yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yes. exactly. Let's he, let's go on that for a moment. He so cosmic level speed run, sped run that. Best performance was won by Christopher Judge of God of War. Mm -hmm. And Mike Burgett says, I hope you all mentioned the podcast about the super long acceptance speech from Christopher Judge. <laughs> I mean, that's the point in the in the in that show on the awards that i lost my connection and i had to re-come i had to come back on and reboot everything and yep. he was still talking when i yes. came back on and i thought oh, am i not live did it leave off where i left off you know and and i just have to hit the live button no it was live he no. was still talking and and i watched some of his and i was actually kind of very similar to you actually uh i was i was driving and i actually had to like uh, I was waiting for my wife. She got a haircut. And then like when she got in the car, I just turned it off because she didn't want to listen to it. I had a driver somewhere and drop her off for a Christmas party. And then I drove home and I got home and he was just getting off the stage. And I was like, how long was that acceptance speech? Yes. And here's the thing. And what I saw at the very beginning, you know, he's, th he's thanking his mom. He's thanking his brother, his children. Love all that. Right. Has a hug with Al Pacino. Um, he is he is not a dynamic individual. Do you know what I mean? He's very stoic. He's very, mm -hmm. uh, he, he is Kratos in regards to that kind of that, that tone. Right. Right. Um, so he's it's a performer. Not, so. he's a perf yeah. But it's not like an energizing performer. No, no. So it's a, the more of that dramatic performer type. thing. Yeah. Right. And, and so it's not like the crowd is getting hyped after that. It's not like, they're like, yeah, let's go. Right. Between, like, between that and, Al Pacino. Al Pacino not being able to read a, uh, a teleprompter. <laughs> it was, was awesome much, that he was there, yeah. but yeah. Like, what bet did Al Pacino lose is my question. <laughs> like, and I almost really was like, hey, yo, uh, I'm looking to do something cool that my grandkids It was between like, him and uh, Robert like? De Niro. They had a bet yeah. and he lost. <laughs> right? And they're like, well, you could do the Game Awards. Uh, my kids play the Fortnite. So let's go to... You know, I don't do a good Al Pacino, right? Right, um, yes. Yeah, I, I saw, two, I saw two tweets back to back saying that they hope it's Konami announcing Al Pachinko. Yes. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. 
Yep. You mean but that was Doug that was Pacino? something to have Al Pacino there, and I mean he said you know his kids play the games, yeah, <laughs> and he watches. Like, and yeah, I believe like him. Was, I believe him. For I believe, sure, I do. Yeah. So, but those are some pretty notable. That was that was a slow start. That yeah. was definitely a slow start to the show, and I we were I was getting a little worried, but I watched it too, and try and decided you know what. I had the availability. I was going to watch it with the community. Whoever was available to come watch it. I had lots of wonderful people stop in. John, you know, from Dad's After Dark came in. Well, Johnny. so then I know that conversation's a lie because John from After Dark is not a wonderful person. <laughs> Hambone Johnny was there. Uh, Solo was there. Uh, Shannon was there. Mecca came in. Uh, you know, pop, people popped in when they could and people left when they could. Um, episode was there. And yet you uh, chose not I tried to stream that. Is that I, tr- I tried? Here? I tried. No, joining. we weren't streaming because it was uh, just. Uh, let's put it this way: as a Nintendo gamer, if you're just if you're just a Nintendo gamer, if that's your console of choice, you would be bored the rest of that whole show. And this yes. is why we didn't stream it because we're a Nintendo main that, show, and we didn't want to deal any, with the copyright claims and that's that as well. So, but I thought, you know what, still the best part of that when we stream it is when the community comes in. So why not just do it in our discord? You know, when you're, you know, when you have access to the discord, you come in and you can join in just like you would on a dinner table or something and you come hang out and we were all just chit chatting about what was going on. With that being said, me not just having a Nintendo, I'm, I feel blessed that, that I have a couple systems that I can play on. So I looked forward to watching all of the new trailers and all that kind of stuff. So I, we, a lot of us in there thought this was a really good game awards show for 2022, a lot better than prior years. Well, it's hard to, you know, coming from 2020, 2021. So, right. But it was, I tried joining the discord, but the way I have a computer set up for, podcasting and streaming is whenever I'm listening to it, everyone else heard it too in an echo. So I'm like, okay, I, I gotta go. I can't do this. <laughs> so with that also being said, there's lots of things that were notable in this, uh, especially from the community. Uh, like when I was watching it with them, John and Hambone Johnny went nuts when they announced Hades too. Yeah. That was so, a big pop. Yes, for sure. So how about you guys? What was notable to you guys throughout this uh, show as far as world premieres go? Yeah, you know, um, I'll say in ge- so I'll talk a little bit about kind of just in, just in general. So not just specifically to Nintendo. Hades 2 was definitely definitely one of them. Right. Um, this time I wasn't shocked to hear. Um, I actually thought this this deliverable or this this world premiere was actually a little bit er- too early in the show. Um, okay. not like 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 it was because I felt like the back half really slowed down. Uh, this probably is one you probably should have done about mid range, and you could have kept some energy going because Haiti was Hades was so good, yeah. right? And it was so well received. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited about Hades too. Possibility uh, it could be on the Switch. I think it's gonna be like that's where it was originally a, a release. I still, yeah. I, I think you know they're probably using the same engine. They're probably using you know same assets. So a lot of them at least. So I'm gonna suspect like it's it ran on the Switch. It's gonna run on the Switch too, or the Hades two will run on the Switch. Um, <laughs> it would be my guess, right? Um, don't quote me on that because I don't think they released anything. 
Uh, I thought no, Judas looked really cool. I thought this was Bioshock Four. Yes, when, I did when too. it was, I was like, "This has got to be Bioshock Four, right? right?" Now I believe it's from the same guy who did the original. They Bioshock. did say from the creator of Bioshock. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that one I thought was was great. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes, please. Yes, yes. And did you see? I I just saw. I think Episode posted this as well. Uh, there is a. Um, limited run collector's edition for the Jedi Survivor game, mm, and it's really? two hundred dollars because it comes with a working lightsaber hilt. But you still have to buy the the light part separately. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You think, because yeah, then it'd be four hundred dollars. Yeah. The unfortunate thing about Jedi Survivor is the fact it leaked earlier in the week. Right. Yes. It was leaked via Steam listing and then they kind of had to lean into it. But that is that is a little unfortunate. I thought that would have been a, that would have been a great like um, a great, a great look at it. Yeah. Um, go in their list here. What else kind of. Um, da, 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 da. You keep Crime. looking. Let me ask. Let me ask Jesse a real quick question. Jesse, you had one game that you said might. Yes, you might look forward to, which is that one game? Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Okay. Why did and that one stand out to it's you? It's notable because that was Kevin Conroy's final performance. That's right. That's right. Yes. And that was that was really cool Fair to, play. to Fair shout play. that out. So I was interested in the game anyway, but you know, knowing that, you know, Kevin Conroy's in it, I'm like, okay, I really want to check this game out. Yes. Very good, very good. So Justin, what else was, did you have? I think there were some there were some ones that I thought looked cool. Um, sure. interesting, um, uh, Hellboy was it's not on our list here, but Hellboy was yes. uh, revealed as well. That was in the pre-show. That looked cool, kind of cool. That was a Nintendo Switch, uh, not exclusive, but coming to Switch as well. Yes. So that that I thought looked good. Um, Wayfinders I thought looked interesting, but like not like a ooh, but were huh. Uh, what was the other one? Sorry, crime. There was one crime, crime boss. I I was like, I just don't know what's going on there. But all of a sudden, got Chuck Norris at the end. Like, okay, I'm in. Like this. Yeah, that's like they, they they that's how they bookended the Al Pacino start. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I thought I thought the trailer for Destiny Two Lightfall I thought was was really interesting. I thought the trailer for it was well. The Bayonetta Origins. Not that I'm super interested in the game, but wow, did that like that's that was a surprise. That was sure. a surprise. That was for sure a surprise. Um, yeah. Was that and, a Switch exclusive? Yes, I think so. Because and it did also have the, I, uh, the Switch snap animation in the front. Right. It did. And, yes, it did. Yeah. Okay. And I thought what was interesting, though, too, is I was wondering if this is where um, they wanted to get the original voice actress to come back and play voice for but mm. I know, but the character is younger too. So I don't mm. know. I think also interesting like that, that's coming out so quickly, like March 17th. Right. Right. Like I was like, holy cow. Right. So that, I mean, they're really leaning in that. I mean, so like, is, I don't know. That's that a full, 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 full game. Is that a, like, it's a full game. Full, I mean, like I respect a- like a 12 hour campaign. Oh, I see. Um, like, do you know what I mean? Like, is it like, it's like, so that's one thing I'm questioning. Is it full cost? 980 bucks, whatever it is, 90 bucks. Um, the other game on here, sorry. Um, DLC, uh, dead cells. 
Dead yes. Cells is getting a cross right with Castlevania as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that looked that looked interesting again from a Switch perspective. Dead Cells continues to kind of be the gift that continues to give. <laughs> um, so right, yeah. and um, poor spoken for us PlayStation players mm-hmm. having a demo mm-hmm. releasing today was outstanding we we are all sitting there like download where's the download because we're waiting for that to pop up and then we're all on our apps hitting the send to our playstation (laughs) yep so hopefully i'll be able to find some time this weekend and try that out nice uh and of course i'm excited for the star wars jedi survivor as well because i played that first one and it was on top of my um best games of that year for me uh, when that first game came out so i have a question yes have anyone heard of the armored core series before yes yep i have not and apparently this is six yes and this is from from software i'm like okay okay i I didn't know about this (laughs) and twitter a lot of twitter knew about it but there was one or two other people saying i've never heard of this before i'm like at least i'm not alone I'm just wondering if they're going to come out with the whole, you know, mech controller system, like, mm. you know, <laughs> like other mech games have, or this game has done before. So, uh, looking forward to that. So, um, I'm trying to look, what do you guys think of crash coming in crash Bandicoot? Oh, like, like the entrance in. Yes. I like yeah, the I skit. That... I'm not interested yeah. in the game. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think they do. I mean, it's definitely a callback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've been doing that for a little bit, I think, since they've kind of tried to bring Brat back Crash. But I mean, you know, for those of you that lived in the 90s that remember him in front of the Nintendo office with his bullhorn. Hey, plumber boy. Um, Like, I think they do great. They do great by that. I'm really I don't think this was the game that people were wanting Crash to be. I think they were hoping for a Crash 5. And this is like Crash Team Rumble or something like that. Yeah. Um, Not exactly sure what system I think it's coming out on, but uh, everything except for Switch. Everything about Switch. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) shoot. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot. Yes. Ink Goblin or Goblin reminds me uh, Earth Sword from the people who made Celeste. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yes. Celeste follow up. It's until 2024 again right so there was a few care. of those that were like 2024 which means it won't be until 2025 probably so yeah. <laughs> just add another year to whatever year the game was announced just add another year yeah i, I think victor lucas tweeted so many games coming out this year i'm like yeah half of them will slide <laughs> oh for sure right uh you mentioned 90s just a moment ago with crash bendicoot one other game that i'm interested in is crime boss because it's set in the 90s as well with a lot of movie people in the game, like um, some of the, uh, I can't even remember some of the people in there, but I think uh, Kim, Kim Bessinger. Bessinger. Yeah, yeah, Kim Bessinger was one, uh, but it was set in the 90s. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but it looked like a um, GTA competitor. <laughs> vanilla thing, Ice. You know? like, I uh, vanilla Ice, yes. Vanilla Ice yeah. and Chuck Norris. That's what that was the other one. Yes. It's like, Jesse, are you able to share? Do you have it so that your switch is shareable to be able to see right now as well on our screen? No screening. No. Okay. My, my switch is, looking, is. That's okay. Oh yeah, Danny I mean, Glover plays a character named Gloves. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking in the actual Nintendo Switch eShop right now, and that Bayonetta Origins is already posted to pre-order, and it's posted at a full eighty dollars. So it is a full full game for sure. And that's that's oh, Canadian funny money. Sorry, eighty Canadian. Yeah. I apologize. That's 
But I think one of the reasons that when I look at this, I mean, it looks it looks more 2D than it does 3D. Yes. Right. Um, it looks like it's a kinda, very kind of hand. Yeah, it kind of looks like style. it plays like Diablo. In a, and then Diablo 4 was announced as well after yeah. Elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and then I think, you know, yeah, we also saw the Super Mario trailers. I thought those looked really good. The clips. Um, the clips were really good, I thought. World premiere clips. Yeah. <laughs> More of those, please. I thought those were fantastic. Those were fun. Yep. And uh, speaking of why you're in the, you know, eShop and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, just to reiterate that there are some game award sales going on. So if you want to check those out, some end today yeah. uh, or as you're listening to this or some end very shortly if it hasn't already ended. So make sure you grab what you can. If you haven't already from the other sales from like black Friday and all that. Yeah, they have, they have, if you're in the e-shop, it is. Uh, and again, this is a North American e-shop. It may be different in, in any other regions as well. They have a top section that is uh critically acclaimed partner sales. And so as you scroll through, I'll scroll through that as, as notables for you folks, Hades is in there by the way. So if you haven't picked up Hades, that would be a great one to get in there as well. Uh, Okami HD, uh, Monster Hunter Rise plus the Sunbreak DLC is 38% off. Hollow Knight's in there. Doom Eternal Deluxe Edition is 75% off. Regularly $120 for $30. Uh, Undertale is in there. Disco Elysium, the director's cut, is 50% off. Celeste is in there. Stardew Valley, um, Portal, Ori, Spelunky, um uh what is this untitled goose game is in there uh what remains of edith edith finch diablo three for 50 percent off katera on a zero um bastion as a matter of fact right so if you haven't played bastion um these are the same people who made hades it is 80 yes. percent off it is three dollars and fifty cents canadian that yep. is a no-brainer pull add it to your backlog yeah <laughs> uh, two, bu- <laughs> two bucks here Yes. Yeah, Death's Door, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, Chicory. So there's some massive um, Carry On is on here, which I think was one of your favorite games recently, Tim, from a couple yes. years ago. Yep. Um, yeah, actually, Disco Elysium, I'm really considering. It's 50% off. Um, I know that was a big game that you liked, right? You liked Disco. Yeah. It was Bastion is $2.99 here. Yeah, yeah, Disco is uh, definitely one where it's not it's not fast paced. So if you're ready for that type of game, keep that in mind. It's yeah, going to be you know more slow paced uh, RPG ish. Yeah, game. I'm looking. This is not a Justin game. No. Not adjusting <laughs> game. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of games in there on yeah. sale. So I also have my eye on Final Fantasy 16. But if if the combat's still the same as what they did with 15 and 7 remake, not even going to try it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. All right. That makes sense. It, it, Final Fantasy games always look awesome, and but I know I've I've learned my lesson in staying away. Yeah, they're fun have... to watch someone else play, but yeah. they're not I, – I don't enjoy playing them. Right. They, they're beautiful-looking games, too, so especially when they get through all their kinks after release. <laughs> like your dreamer says, it'll be the same combat. So, okay. Yeah, it does look so, like I still have my hopes up for Dragon Quest Twelve to not screw that up. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into some of the winners here. So uh, the big winners between Elden Ring and God of War. Uh, so Elden Ring won Best Art Direction, Best Game Direction, Game of the Year, just to name a few. So what do you guys think? Is it, was it deserving? I never, I haven't played it yet. I own it, Elden Ring, but I haven't played it yet. So 
I mean, I th- I think the juggernauts here from this from this uh, event were Elden Ring and God of War. Yeah, for sure. Right? Those were well, God of War. Was- I thought was going to win it all, but Elden Ring yeah. came in well, at the end. <laughs> I think God of War ended up did is the big winner for a single game. Right, yeah. they had a lot of awards. I didn't count the number of times they won, but I, yep. I mean, best I, narrative, I, best score in music, best audio design it was God of War and a performance yeah. as well, action yeah. adventure. In- Innovation and inaccessibility. I I mean, I think for, you know, again, having not played Elden Ring, but kind of having my my finger on the pulse of the video game, you know, culture. And I think kind of being a little bit of a video game industry pundit, um, what I was seeing from people that I respected, other podcasts, other areas, kind of also just the cultural ethos around it. Like Elden Ring was a moment. Right. Mm-hmm. That like a like like people really like connected with it and mm-hmm. and spend a lot of time and energy in it. And there was a lot of like, you know, you know, memes and TikToks and all that. Like it really kind of like penetrates the the just yes. the gamer culture and sure. into something a little bit deeper. And Elden Ring did that. And I think so. It was a very special game in that way um, and, and lived up to the hype, which I think is sometimes what games sometimes don't do. Right. We could build the hype cycle around this thing and then they fall flat where Elden Ring really, I think, surpassed that. So I wasn't really shocked to see Elden Ring kind of, as the kids would say, get its flowers uh, as much <laughs> as it did. Uh, and I think uh, God of War Ragnarok wasn't a shock as either, right? I think the moment we heard God of War was was in this year contender in contentionship for it, there was no shock, right? Like, I mean, you knew that, you know, as long as they kind of met the bar that they had met previously in the other God of War, they were going to have success. Um, so I think that they were spot on. I think, you know, again, not having played the other games or other systems, um, but just again, being in the industry and kind of being a pundit in it, I think it was probably the right call. Yeah, yes. This reminds me of a, of a meme I saw the, the other day where it has like two of these screaming mad idiot um, memes saying, you know, God of War fans and Elden Ring fans are screaming at each other about who's going to win the game of the year. And then below it is like two of like the sophisticated faces, both of them being Xenoblade Chronicles 3 fans. And they're like, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 ain't going to win. And he goes, nope, they're not. <laughs> no. no, I mean, I, I think it was one of those like, it's it's nice to be considered in there. Right. But like, I mean. I I, I yeah. don't think it was. It was. They ever. definitely had a better chance to win best score than game of the year. Yeah, for sure. That one I was. That one I was a little like, oh, really? Okay, well, that was unfortunate. Um, but I think overall, not a huge, not a huge shock. It kind of played out. I think the way y'all thought it did. Before we get into the Nintendo specific uh, things that they won or games that were that you can play in the Nintendo uh, Switch, was there any awards that? surprised you or caught you off guard or anything like well, that stray won a few which i'm kind of glad yeah tunic Though, didn't win anything that one shocked me right tunic no, didn't win yeah, anything there was like three categories uh games for impact best indie and best rpg where all of the games except for one was on the switch whether and in all three of those categories the game that won was the game not on the switch Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. As does Falls, Stray, and uh, Elden Ring for Elden best Ring, role playing yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Splatoon 3 winning was a pleasant surprise. Mikey Dreamer points out that was, yeah, I think that was a pleasant surprise. 
Um, I think that's a great, that's something that I, I was think. actually really surprised out of all the multiplayer games on that list. Platoon three coming out on top was a surprise for me. Yeah, sure. Yep. Anything else, Justin, anything else stand out to you on the, before we get to the Nintendo summary? No, I don't think so. All right. So, well, speaking of Splatoon three, you know, of course, winning best multiplayer, uh, award, uh, other Nintendo games that won awards was best action game for Bayonetta three best family game was Kirby and the forgotten land best sim and strategy was Mario plus rabbits sparks of hope and most anticipated game legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, yep. I think that's a pretty, pretty good smattering. I think the only game that wasn't really represented from from Nintendo that I that I think would have been kind of nice to, again, get some flowers uh, would have been, uh, as Jesse called out a couple moments ago, would have been Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And that would have been in for the for this score and for the music. Yeah. Um, but I think other than this, I, I mean, I think, yeah, Mario and Rabbids for strategies. Great multiplayer for Splatoon is fantastic. You know, like this is a good like. You know, if you look at this lineup, I mean, Nintendo is is walking home with with four awards, right? Um, I don't know if they give out trophies for like the most anticipated. I don't know if that I don't they do or not, but like that's a pretty good representation. I also think like you know, for Bayonetta three to come out with the with the most a- with the action game, right? I think there was a lot of other ones in that category that probably could have easily taken that. I think that was a great representation for Bayonetta, and um, so I think overall, I think it was a great great showing, for, great showing in regards to the awards that Nintendo was getting. Um, yes, I mean, I, th- I think my flip side of this comment is a little bit as you talk about like world premieres and reveals, this is another year that Nintendo really didn't feel like they showed up other than Bayonetta, th- the Bayonetta origins. Now, I mean, you could argue and that's like still that's, a third that's, party. That's, that's a yeah. third party, right? That's all they need to. Yep. I'm also going to mm-hmm. kind of make a little bit of an argument that I don't really feel like Xbox really showed up either. Um, in regards <laughs> yeah, this was a to the PlayStation show. This was really a PlayStation <laughs> show. <laughs> Nintendo, Maybe that's why Nintendo, I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo did have the Fire Emblem and Gage expansion pass announcement. Yeah, we we this was the first um, announcement of the expansion, correct? Like we were we were yes, new Fire Emblem and Gage, but the expansion we we weren't aware of. Um, and again, if we kind of go into the details of that expansion, Jesse, there are four waves, correct? First yeah. wave launches on January 20th, which is the first, which is that, when it releases. Right? That's Yeah, it's on launch day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, this is throughout the year. This is a little bit of the, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, again, this continues. I guess I can say this. This continues Nintendo's strategy in, in, in their time with the Switch, where they are very apt to put in a season pass, a DLC strategy, a, you know, all this kind of stuff. We see that very similar to a lot of Nintendo products recently. You know, you can look at Xenoblade Chronicles 3 had it. Mario's uh, Rabbids had it. Um, so this is a very common, common thing they did. If actually, if you look at their like first party lineups, um, you will be apt to do statistically that they have more app, more than often had DLC strategy waves updates as well. Um, and, and I'm sure these, these waves will cost money as well. These, these are part of their DLC package. Um, but this is a first look at it. So. Excellent. Yeah. And of course, again, Nintendo did show a couple clips of the Super Mario Brothers movie. So they had a showing there. And also, you know, they had their uh, montage, of course, as well. So uh, but again, this is why we decided not to stream it live, among other things. Uh, But I think 
I enjoyed it much better just hanging out with the community and watching it anyways. So yeah. in, in our, in our discord. So that was a lot of fun. Anything else before we move on gentlemen? No, I think that's no. it. All right. Well, we got other news to cover because there was something that hit very interestingly this week and I'll bundle it up together. Cause it kind of goes hand in hand, I think. And that is the, uh, that Phil Spencer probably got wind of something and tweeted that Microsoft was entering into a 10-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo following a successful merger with Activision, which we learn later on and a couple days later, FTC is now actively attempting to block that acquisition by Microsoft. Gentlemen, what do you think of those two things happening this week? They're, they're definitely related. Yeah, <laughs> cause and effect. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. right? Like... Like they, yeah. this, 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 go ahead, Jesse. Like the only, the only people that he hasn't signed a contract with or agree an agreement with, at least a commitment, is Sony, and he's they've offered it. It's just Sony's not taking it. So it's it's. I you know, I can like half of me says yeah I can see where Sony's coming from, but the other half says Sony is such a whiner. It's uh, so <laughs> yeah. They they're used to getting their free money for someone else's work that they they think they'll lose, but if they would have just shut up, they would have had it for at least ten years. But they're yeah, not so, setting up. No, I I yeah, and I agree. I think this is such an interesting. So this is such a strategic move. There had been a bit, of, you know, I guess a bit of rumors that that over the weekend Xbox had met with or had been meeting with and getting kind of. You know, final dots on on, on signatures uh, from from the various third parties that to kind of sh- kind of get some buy in for Call of Duty. Uh, I thought the official announcement with Nintendo, I thought was was great with Phil kind of putting that out. Um, now, of course, this is incredibly strategic, right? Don't just be like, well, this is great for like this is this Xbox absolutely like even before this tweet came out. Phil Spencer said weeks earlier, I want COD on yes. uh, Nintendo. Um, Duh, right? Like mm-hmm. Xbox has had a really s- difficult time creating any kind of foothold in the kind of Asian markets, right? And 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 the and the the Eastern markets. And so, for Xbox to say we're going to put COD, this huge game, on these platforms, which has an install base of one hundred seventeen thousand, which we know has a really strong handheld. Um, marketplace in you know china and japan yeah we definitely want that like they want they want they want their brand on anything they can they want the moment they turn the screen on for it to say xbox microsoft studios whatever it is right so this is a great deal for for microsoft there's no doubt about it this is also a very strategic play by microsoft understanding and reading the tea leaves so to say the rumors earlier that the FTC was going to be blocking this agreement as they were looking at it as a monopoly. Their statement is, this is not a monopoly. Look at all these people who've come to the table that we have actively agreed on or create an agreement with them that they have access to this. So it is not a monopoly. We're not taking everything and not sharing it. Like we've literally created agreements with these companies for people to have access to this, right? I mean, yes, COD is the COD is is kind of the Trojan horse, right? Like 
that is the thing that everyone's kind of putting their putting their putting their stamp stamps on. And yes, of course, we want it to go through for COD, but everything else under the Activision Blizzard umbrella is critically important to Microsoft as well. You don't think Overwatch makes them a ton? You don't think Diablo's going to make them a ton? You don't think, you know, uh, Candy Crushes? Like, all of those are important, but the king jewel in that that everyone's putting on their crown is COD. And so COD is now kind of becoming this, like, this center point for why this shouldn't occur. So for Phil and his team to, to really already create the agreements, like, these are not just, like, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be a great idea if, if it came to Nintendo, like, no, we have an agreement. Like there is a legal document somewhere signed by Doug Bowser, Phil Spencer, and it says something about Call of Duty coming, and it's, probably, and it's ready. It no, probably it, this up, is Japan. Yeah, this it was is Japan. Yeah, they got this went up to NCL. Yeah, yeah, sure. Would have went to NCL. So it's it's a, like the the paperwork signed, and and whoever it is over in Steam, the paperwork is signed. I love strategically. Uh, there was a tweet following this from Phil, and you can look for the retweet from the president of Xbox, which was. Anytime Microsoft wants to come to the table and negotiate with us as well, there are sorry, anytime PlayStation wants to, Sony wants to, they're more than welcome. We've already offered the same agreement to them. They're choosing not to take it. Right. So I think what I mean, that tweet coming out two days before the FTC says no, these are these are these are billion dollar companies. These Mm -hmm. are not just like phil spencer drunk tweeting right like these are <laughs> right. these are strategically positioned communications and notes so that the next day you know you do that at nine o'clock at night and the next morning the headlines on major publications are it's coming to cod is coming to nintendo coming you know all they have agreements so that the narrative by the next day when the ftc is starting to vote and starting to have his conversations or they're already having closed door meetings with the ftc We've already got these agreements. We're playing ball. We're being proactive and wanting to make sure this occurs. These were very strategic. Um, I think it was such a such a great a great move for for Xbox. Seeing a great move for Phil. I think it could be a great move for Nintendo players as well. Um, I think anytime you get more access to games, I think is a great place to be. There's no doubt about it. The question which will which will no doubtably be asked is what version like how are you doing this right like how is cod going to be working on a nintendo switch like that like we you know but now there's a mobile said, version of cod already never, isn't there? he never said like, switch that's exactly now, yeah. now that is true they never said switch but they but they also could like like here's the deal if this thing does go live and they actually get like i i'm willing to bet you days after the Activision Blizzard thing, actually, let's say, let's say it's green checkmarked and it's the side, you know, the checks have cleared and all that stuff. You're going to see, boom, COD, here it is on the Nintendo Switch, right? Yeah. Somebody behind the scene here, already, Activision Blizzard. Here's the free to play Warzone, ready to go. That's exactly it, right? Now, the other ver- other thing is, we're not necess- they're not necessarily saying it's the version that's out now, right? Like there is a mobile version of COD that you can find on your iOS or your Google Plays or whatever, Boy, I bet you that port's pretty easily over the Nintendo Switch, yep. right? Like there is like so there's there's a lot of layers to that as well. Now there is some you know you can look also look at some of the porting houses that have done some great jobs. Apex Legends you know is on the Switch. Um, there's some other big titles. I mean Diablo three plays really well on the Switch. The Witcher, right? We have some of these big title games. Well, Nothing even, that's pressing. And the Ori games, which are from Microsoft. Ori is a great example. Uh, the other part of it, I would Cuphead. also argue. Yeah, cup. And the other thing I'd probably argue Honor that Worlds. people would not would not like me to say is, I also didn't say it'd be native. 
Correct. Oh, Stadia. Oh, Stadia and Google, <laughs> Google Cloud Gaming. Yeah. It could very much be an X Cloud Gaming through a port, blah, 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 right? Because we know that Nintendo has a history with cloud gaming as well. There's So there's a lot of variant ways to do this. There is no yet terms and conditions or exactly what it is. That was not outlined in the communication we've been provided, obviously. But it'll be very interesting to see what ends up happening. When I saw that tweet from Spencer, you know, I like looked at that thing over three or four times to see, is this legit or is this just a troll with $8 to get a check mark? And yeah, like, I did the same thing as well, actually. Yeah. I was like, and then, no. And then I saw a tweet from Neil Ronahan, and uh, he pretty much has said the same thing that I went through. And I, I, went, I, yeah, I did the same thing you did, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, um, but yeah, I mean, and then, and then I, of course, as you were mentioning there earlier, Tim, the flip side of that being that today, uh, the FTC is now actively attempting to block uh, the Activision acquisition from Microsoft. And, and so, in this case, we're, we're going to pull directly from the Washington Post, who has a fantastic write-up of this. If you have not had a chance uh, to read it or check it out, I encourage you to head over there as well. I'm going to pull straight from a little bit of this as well. I don't want the advertisement. Uh, here we go. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission on Thursday took its most aggressive action since Linda Can became chair to uh, reign in the power of big tech pursuing a lawsuit to block Microsoft Activision of a game developer on the same day it opened arguments in another case against Meta's purchase of a virtual uh, reality set uh, startup company, which was, of course, um, Facebook acquiring, um, who was that? Uh, active, uh, not uh, active. Oculus. Oculus, thank you. In both cases, the FTC argues that acquisitions would squash future involvement in emerging gaming markets, a relatively novel interpretation of antitrust laws that Khan uh, and her allies have championed as they seek to usher in an era of competition enforcement. The complaints follow long-running criticism that federal regulators have been looking for, uh, not been looking forward enough in evaluating deals in Silicon Valley, allowing tech uh, tech titans to dominate by globaling uh, by gobbling up their much smaller rivals. Um, here we go. Here, uh, the FTC sued, uh, or sorry, FTC suit against Microsoft would block the company's sixty-nine billion dollar acquisition of video game publisher Activision Blizzard, charging that uh, charging that the deal would allow the Redmond Washington check to tech giant to suppress its competitors in gaming. If the FTC's lawsuit prevails, it would foil uh, Microsoft's ambitions to become a heavier hitter in the gaming industry. Activision is known for such popular titles as Candy Crush and Call of Duty, and its acquisition would could bolster Microsoft in, in, in its com- competition with Japanese game console makers Nintendo and Sony. So, um, let's see what else we... Uh, uh nintendo doesn't care you know no nintendo will nintendo no matter what (laughs) what happens here i find it interesting too that our own like our own ftc is trying to block our uh an american company from trying to get bigger to go against two japanese game companies Uh, Microsoft's president, Brad Smith, signaled that the company would fight the lawsuit, saying in a statement that the company has been committed since day one to addressing competition concerns. While we believe in giving peace a chance, we have complete confidence in our case and welcome the opportunity to present our case in court. 
So that is a great one. This is another great commentary here. Since declaring its intentions to buy Activision in March, uh, sorry, apologize, in January, Microsoft has announced policies and arrangements intent to show regulators that the deal would not give it unfair advantage in the gaming market or harm workers. On Tuesday, as it was apparent the agency was nearing a decision on the deal, Microsoft announced that it would bring Call of Duty, COD, the franchise, to Nintendo Switch, a rival of Xbox. It previously had said it would make those games available to rival Sony PlayStation as well. There you go. I think there's a lot of people in there that also only have a high level knowledge of the gaming industry as well making yeah. these decisions yeah and not understanding uh a it's, lot of things it reminds me of the time do you remember when um was it steve jobs or tim cook was like brought in or brought in front of like the one of your senates in the u.s and they were like asking about like technology stuff and someone was like i kind of just wish that like when i tapped it the apps would automatically update how do i do like it became an it tech call for your grandpa about how (laughs) iphones work right and i think this is somewhat the similar thing of like we we are going to make a you know the 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 court wants to make a a stance about it they want to show obviously uh that they have a strong opinion about it but i also believe that you're that you're probably probably you know make make sure you're highly edu- you know highly educated and aware of what's going on here yes. beforehand and really in, in in all fairness that is what um you know microsoft's job is going to be is mm-hmm. to educate them on why this thing should go through and sony's argument is going to be why it really shouldn't go through and nintendo's gonna be like we don't really care <laughs> right yeah right so and nintendo already made their their statement by ag- making this agreement so yeah yeah, Nintendo's like, sure, it's good. Yeah, we're, we're great. Yeah, go ahead, bring it. Yeah. Yep. So welcome, welcome back. We haven't seen you since 2013. <laughs> right. For Call of Duty, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. And and lots of fun to see more new stories come out from all of this. So yeah. all right. With that, let's go into some game release updates before and give Justin a break on his voice here before he goes into his manscaped ad. Before we go to the ad break here in a moment. <laughs> so, you. all right. Game releases real quick. We have River City Girls Game Trial, which started on Tuesday the 6th and goes through Monday the 12th. And then River City Girls 2 drops on December 15th. So what's that all mean? The game trial is basically... You get to go in and try out the game between those dates for a certain amount of time, and then you can buy the game for a discounted price. Do we happen to know what that discounted price is? It's usually like 30% off, right? Or something. Uh, I can try to bring it up real quick. Okay. So, but it's basically trying to bring awareness to the River City Girls 2, like I said, that will be dropping on December 15th. It is half off, $15 instead of 30 There you go. So if you were thinking about it, now's your chance to try it out before you buy and then get your percentage off. But I think you can buy it even before that. You you don't have to try it. And I think also, too, you get some platinum points to, on, the, uh, on your Switch for trying out a game trial as well. So there you go. All right. With that, I will pass it on to Justin. All right. 
Uh, today's episode of Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped. It's never too early to play holiday music. I would also say it's a completely false statement. It's far too early to play holiday music. Holiday music should only be played effective December 1st. If you play or, uh, music, Christmas music before or holiday music before December 1st, you're a monster, right? And you need to look yourself in the mirror and think about what you're doing. And your soul needs to forgive yourself, all right? Because you are not a proper proper person right you need to really look at yourself you need to examine yourself christmas music starts december 1st it ends december 31st that is why are you looking at me 31 days that is it do not mess that up you know when you never get messed up you know what doesn't have a limit discount codes and promo codes much like if you head over to manscaped.com and use a promo code nindads n-i-n-d-a-d-s you get 20 percent off and free shipping but of course it's never too early to start thinking about gifts now whether it's for a friend or friends in your pants, you can make the season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Mm -hmm. You. Mm -hmm. Hey, how you? Hey, how you doing? You know, how you doing, right? Right on, whatever. All right, Santa cares (laughs) about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Folks, I kid you not, all right? You know, you hear the ad read, you're like, oh, they just have to read this. Seriously, though, these are fantastic gifts. Like, if you're thinking about maybe a brother-in-law or uh, a dad or uh, an uncle or a friend, Send, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to give them stuff to shave their nuts. You don't need to do that. Right. But you can give them some of these amazing products like the body wash. Right. The chapstick, the deodorant, uh, the hydration sprays, all of that's like those are great products. Um, and then if you're also like, hey, if you like these products, by the way, they've got some great stuff for the weed whacker for the lawnmower 4.0. They've got some amazing boxers. They've got some uh, fantastic um, toiletry bags, the tool shed. They've got some great products. Just get, you know, just get, give them a taste, get them introduced to it, right? Get them introduced to the Manscaped line. And when they're like, wow, these are amazing. How, where do I get these? You go manscaped.com. And then you're like, and because I love you, because I think you're awesome, use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, and get 20% off and free shipping. Like you could write that in the card. Like, I love you <laughs> so much that I'm also going to say that you can use this code to get 20% off going forward. Like you're, you're giving, you're, you're really giving it forward. So I would encourage you to do that and get those gifts in now, right? Put those orders in now so that they're in, they're in, you know, in your delivery box, in your mailbox in time for Christmas, so that when they head under the Christmas tree, they are surprised. Nothing says, Hey dad, I think you're great. You should, uh, you should wax or you should uh, zip out that nose hair with a uh, weed whacker, right? Nothing says I respect you quite like that. So again, head over to manscaped.com, code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off and free shipping. Tim, back to you. On to our events, we have our upcoming Discord community events going on, which uh, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it launched, tonight is our dinner table. Uh, No, I'm sorry. That's next Friday. I'm ahead of myself here. Next Friday is our dinner table. And also this coming Wednesday is our breakfast table. So we got it, you know, one right after the other. We got this coming Wednesday, 
December 14th at 9 a.m. We have our breakfast table. Then Friday the 16th at 9 p.m. That's not 10 p.m., which it usually is. 9 p.m. Eastern time because what are we doing it so early for? An hour early? So Drew can join us possibly. Yes, Drew from the Dads After Dark show will hopefully join us because we all want to start talking about the the gifts we got. And hopefully he keeps his pants on. With the gift exchange that we had that the Dads After Dark show uh, took the lead on and what are those uh, supposed organized. To be they're supposed to be mailed out by the 11th. Cool, cool, cool. So, but if you happen to get yours, you can start sharing. So, in it. other words, you got three days, dude. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, <laughs> get them out so that the people who get them can come join in on the the Friday Discord, and maybe we'll even share it. If you can't join the Friday night Discord at 9 p.m. Eastern time, you can join that Wednesday, two days before December 14th at 9 a.m. You know, just tell your boss, hey, I got this important meeting I have to go to at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's very important. So you come join us and share the gifts that you got then if you'd like. So very important meeting, very high level. So uh, but in order to join the table, you have to be a Twitch subscriber or a Patreon subscriber because you have to be one of those in order to get into our Discord. And that's where we hold our dinner tables and breakfast tables. What I think you're confused about is, yeah, dinner table's not until next week, but tomorrow you are going to be live with uh, Chris H.L. continuing yes. his Zelda 2 run. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yes, tomorrow night is a run. Thanks for reminding me, too, on that. We do finish up the Zelda 2 run that he started, uh, was that a weeks couple ago? weeks couple weeks ago yeah so uh and that was during to get to his extra life goal which i believe he got um i think he got to reach his yeah, goal yeah he got it and then we started yeah. plugging other people so yeah well, now we're trying still trying to get those other people there to their goals or just our overall goal of eleven thousand two hundred thirty three dollars we still have to till the end of the year to do that so but unfortunately prizes are cut off for that so yeah, we're uh, we, on for those right away. Yep. I'm working on that this week. Uh, I was hoping to do it earlier this week, but work clobbered me. So, <laughs> uh, and just took, and plus I wasn't feeling well either. So, but I have all the gifts now, all the prizes, excuse me, all the prizes from everybody. And we'll be putting together the prize list and then drawing names. We, uh, we are within $500 of that second goal yeah, that's so crazy. that's so close so again tomorrow night or tonight when you're listening to the podcast um tonight friday december 9th uh at 10 p.m eastern time chris and i will be streaming zelda 2 trying to finish off watching him beat that so because i've never seen it i because i could never get that far <laughs> so i'm excited to check that out uh, also, don't forget to let us know your top 10 Nintendo games of 2022. You can drop them in our top 10 games dash 2022 channel in Discord. Uh, you can tweet it to us or send us a post in social media or send them to nintendodads at gmail.com. And don't forget DLCs count too. So if the DLC dropped this year, that counts towards your top 10 Nintendo games of 2022. We use that. Jesse does his magic, his wizardry, and puts together a 
top 10 list from our community along with ours. And we have a cumulative top 10 list along with our personal top 10s that we go over, which we'll be talking about, I believe was that January 5th. Um, So make sure two or three games I want to play to see if they can get on my list or not. (laughs) Yes. So turn in your top 10s by December 31st. uh, And in those places I mentioned so that, Again, Jesse can do his wizardry and we can have our uh, top games of 2022 show on January 5th. All right. With that, let's move on to what we've been playing. Do it. All right. Jesse, what you been playing, sir? So I uh, completed... Pokemon Scarlet, completing it meaning I rolled credits, you know, that of course that also then opens up post-game stuff. Like, uh, they want you to go back and do the gyms again, and they'll, they'll be a lot harder. And then uh, there's other other things going on that I haven't really gotten into much. Plus, if you do the trades with someone else with the other game to, where you can you, you fill your Pokedex with 400, then you'll get the shiny charm. My son's apparently has already done that. I think I'm in the two sixties. We he did, did trade some things with me, so I ended up having all three starters. Though I never got my Sprigatito evolved to its final form. It's only it's a few levels shy, but but uh, yeah, that ending sequence was amazing, and I can't wait for other people to uh, kind of experience that. As well for themselves, and I, I got it. I think when I finished, I was close to fifty hours. That makes sense. Yeah, I think my my son did. He was like thirty eight hours, but he didn't side quests as much. It's not really side quests is not the right word, but he didn't stop and do trainer battles. He pretty much only did wild leveled up with wild battles. And um, interesting. The there's four non-box legendaries that requires a little bit of effort to get. He got them after he rolled credits. I got them before I rolled credits. So a lot of my time was absorbed in that. Okay. Yeah, I, I did unlock the in-game hints about how to get them on my own. But after that, I'm like, okay, I need to go to walk through to figure out there's 32 locations you have to find. Okay. I'm like I'm not. I, I literally only stumbled on one throughout normal gameplay. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Miz goes. So that's how you get the Chinese charm. Yeah, you you get 400. I mentioned last week. Every ten uh, Pokemon you get in your decks, you get an item or a group of items. No, no, I lied. That's something else. Um, talk to the professor. Last week I said I didn't have the false swipe move. We talked about that. Apparently he gives you the false swipe if he, once you get 30 mon in your decks. Then he'll give you something else for 100, then he'll give you something else for 200, and then the last thing is show me a full dex 400, and then he gives you shiny charm. Gotcha. Yeah, the one, of, one of the teachers, your homeroom teacher at the university, or the college, the school that you go to. And you finished all the classes, too. I did all the classes. Yep. In fact, <laughs> um, the history class is what gives you the hint on where to get where to start 
poking at the other legendaries. Okay. So if you don't do any other subjects, do the history class. Nice. But you, you get rewards for doing all of them. All right. Then uh, the other game I played is called Goodbye World. This was, I don't remember when we first heard about this. I did have it on my release list. But it had the unfortunate release date of November 17th, the day before Pokemon came out. Right. So it probably got completely overshadowed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't remember. I, I should have looked at how much I spent on this. But uh, it's basically like a visual novel. There's like there's like literally no decisions to make. It's just it's twelve bucks. Uh, okay. So it's uh, it follows uh, two two the the main two characters are an artist and a programmer who collab together to start making indie games for a college project and they end up having so much fun with it that they tried to do it as their job up post-college instead of getting a full-time jobs then of course adulting hits hard at that point and they go through issues so right. it's, a, it's a the whole thing is played you get is played in like another in like two hours at most so I don't know, twelve bucks is maybe a lot for that, but uh, but each chapter there's twelve chapters, well thirteen chapters total. But the first twelve chapters, you play this little mini game. Off the game looks like it looks like it's like on an old Game Boy. Right. It's like a, it's a platformer puzzle game where you can destroy certain blocks and then replace the block somewhere else. You have to get to the end of the level, you have to find the key and then find the exit with the key without getting hit by enemies or uh, environmental t- hazards. And uh, of the 12 levels, I only beat the first two. I couldn't beat the, any of the other 10. So, but, uh, but once you've finished the game, it opens up access to that game as if it was a its own game. You can just play all the levels in order and you get extra lives for finishing the level with stored rocks that that you collected and didn't place. And uh, you probably need them for the later levels because I couldn't figure out most of the later levels at all. Some is like, I probably could have figured it out if I had more time. But when you're playing it the first time, you you only do you play it through your three lives, and then you, then the story continues, or you beat the level, and the story continues. So it's not required to be good at that game. You can just suicide or, or her self-destruct three times and keep going. But you get access to that game at the end. But it's a cute story. I liked it. I like the art style. It's kind of like eight bit, sixteen bit ish graphics. Uh, good. I like the some good animation, simple animation, but still, uh, I liked it. So give that one. Yeah, a that look. one caught my eye too, but it's it's on my wish list. Yeah, but it, you know, it's, other than that that Game Boy ish game, it's it's just like a visual novel. There's like okay. n- no no options to do. It's just you sit there and read their story, which is fine. Nice, but uh, but yeah, right. for for twelve dollars, I was hoping for something more than two hours. <laughs> so <laughs> right. maybe wait for a sale. I don't know. Okay. 
Do what you want. That's I'm good to know. <laughs> I'm not your mom. Right. All right. Well, that's good to know, though. So, um, Justin, what you've been playing, sir? He's frozen. He froze up. He's playing the f- frozen game. Justin? I thought I saw a move for a moment there. Yeah. Why don't you go right. ahead? And I will go ahead and do mine. Yeah. And until he gets back in here, I don't know what's going on. Justin, you're freezing up there. You okay? Hey, there we go. All right. You back? Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. What you been playing, you, sir? You, you froze on my end. Uh, I've been playing two games. Uh, not a shock. Uh, I have been playing Overwatch. <gasps> and I have been playing Fortnite. Uh, because the new seasons for both of those games came out. Um, and uh, I'm still not happy that Overwatch's Battle Pass doesn't pay for itself, yada, yada, yada. But they brought out a new tank, which is really cool, and a new character, and been a lot of fun to play. Uh, so still loving that and playing a ton, ton of that. Uh, the other thing I would say is that last week, uh, Fortnite did their Chapter 4 update. Uh, and it was actually a really massive update, because one of the things that it did actually is they actually moved it over uh, the graphics changed substantially, uh, really, really looking looking a big change. And they moved to the Unreal Engine 5.1, uh, and it really kind of created a nice stylized graphical look to the game. Not that, I mean, fundamentally everything's different, but, like, you can tell. Like, it did definitely, they did a lot of work under the engine in the hood. They've also done a lot of new things this season. It's a brand new map. The whole thing is brand new. So lots of new POEs. Uh, or sorry, POIs to find points of interest. Um, They have got these new kind of abilities that you can engage and add to your character. Uh, That gives you kind of like you can run fast or your reload time is less. Um, And so I can't remember what they're called, but those are pretty cool new functions as well. Um, They've got this, these, uh, they call them quirks. No, they have this like hammer that like you can hit the ground. You can like launch and spin around the the map, um, which is really neat. They've got um, motorbikes in there. Just a ton of really cool options uh, and features that they've kind of added. It kind of just continues to make the game feel fresh and new. This says augments. Yeah, augments. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, They've got some, they've got the Doom Slayer guy or Doom guy is in there as one of the characters to unlock. I think a battle pass to level 30 uh, and the Witcher is going to be, um, uh, coming in later this season as well. So uh, just when I thought I was out, they they pulled me right back in. Um, yeah. They do such a great job of that. Yeah. My, my son got jumped back in a bit on this game because apparently there's a separate mode where you play Deku from My Hero Academia. And, okay. And kind of like the more you play, the more quirks. Yeah, they call it quirks in that show uh, for abilities that you get able to unlock and use in future future plays through of that mode but i don't think that carries over into the main game yes yeah. sammy was playing uh saving money for a game I'm, i don't remember which game it was but he decided he had to spend his money on getting a battle pass plus the bonus levels that you can get to 25 or whatever sure, yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. doom guy he wanted yeah. Doom guy he was like all over that you know, I, I, I would, yeah, I, uh, it's, um, I don't know. It's a ton of fun. It's just yeah. fun to jump in. I, I've, uh, you know, it's been the, that season's only been out for just about a week now. I think I'm already cracked at like level 13 or 14. Um, 
yeah so i i will easily nice. finish it in there and also with overwatch too i mean they're gonna be going into it's the winter season so there's gonna be you know events and all that kind of stuff so lots of opportunities to kind of continue to get in there i will say also non-nintendo related um not too long ago i started playing death loop mm-hmm. um on the xbox oh that's a cool game that's a real <laughs> cool game yes it is uh, so yeah i've been i've been really enjoying that one uh for sure uh so i need to jump back in that but my multiplayer uh online shooter thing has kind of been getting me getting me going right now nice yeah very cool well i've been playing pokemon scarlet as well just a little bit on that one i've been focusing some of my time on a couple games um Yo- yoku's island express trying to finish that out for the uh Dad's After Dark shows, Monthly Mayhem for the backlog. So we'll see how that goes. Plus, I'm, I do want to beat Pokemon Scarlet, you know, to keep that in the running for possible game of the year as well. We'll see. But I'm also playing Sword Ship, which I uh, did a game, uh, a, a video on, which is out there. Uh, it is a fast-paced uh, arcade shooter type game. Uh, not a shooter, excuse me. Uh, fast-paced arcade it's not a shmup because you're not shooting anything but basically what you're trying to do is you're in a water world type environment uh um dystopia uh where you are a ship that glides on water and your job is to collect containers shipping containers that can either help you get further uh into your scores or help other people in this world by giving them the contents of the container. So you have to make choices throughout the game. Uh, once you collect the, the required number of containers, you get to the point at the end, like for example, you're going to collect three containers at the end of that level. You have to decide, okay, am I going to keep all three and then get three lives out of it to be able to continue? Otherwise, if you don't have those lives, you have to start all over from level one again. So it is a roguelike game. Uh, But you do have the option of, depending on how high your scores get to unlocking certain builds for your ship that will help you when you do start the game off over. Throughout the game, you on those same containers, you can unlock upgrades for your ship to help you be able to collect more containers, be able to dodge enemies who are trying to kill you and prevent you from getting those containers. Uh, And it's very fast paced and you get more and more ships trying to destroy you at the same time. You're trying to collect these containers and drop them off too. So there's a lot of chaos going on, a lot of fast paced action. I'm really enjoying it. I'm glad I got it. Uh, Thanks to Thunderful Games for giving us the code for that. Um, cause, uh, it was one whether or not they were going to give us a code or not, I was going to buy cause it looked interesting when we saw it in the indie showcase. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad we got it. So that's one for you guys to check out, either check out my video or go check out their videos, check out the eShop, um, and, uh, see if it's something you want to add on your wish list for something to play. Uh, but those are the games I've been playing. So let's move on quickly to the community spotlight.
first off, thanks to everybody who's been stopping by to our uh chats in the streams while we're doing the recording of this shout out to mecha dragon and Miz, and let's see who else came in uh, earlier uh, red dillard um the snack network stopped by hi shout out to those guys fontes stopped by mikey dreamer um and let's see uh malik jc so Thank you so much for stopping by. I know we started off late because of the award show, but we felt this was a better option to do. So thank you again for stopping by and hanging out with us. Uh, also, on another note, we have our Extra Life donations that we are going to be drawing for prizes for. So be on the lookout for emails from the Nintendo Dads email, possibly from Tim at NintendoDads.org um, or just Nintendo at D nintendo dads at gmail.com one of those two emails will uh will be reaching out to you if necessary to let you know that you're you want a prize and be on the lookout for it or if i have any questions on where it needs to go if you want a prize so uh or clarification so we'll be drawing those shortly and be sending those out as soon as possible uh so thank you for being patient and uh again keeping an eye out for an email for, from me uh also our nintendo dad's family of podcast spotlight again don't forget about our other podcasts in the family of podcast between game pass news which is nick and sean going over all kinds of xbox game pass information that drops every saturday check them out to give them a listen especially if you're in the xbox ecosystem dad's after dark show that's for after the kids are in bed and the wife is distracted, John and Drew get together and talk about video games and dad stuff. We can't talk about on our family friendly show, even though Justin tries to every now and then. So that drops every other Monday night with an occasional episode in between. So give them a listen. And then of course, last but not least retro logic shows, which has their own family of shows, which is the Retro Logic show, their main show for Dan, John, and Sam, where they talk about retro gaming, collecting topics and retro games. And then John's on topic retro show, which is this talks about specific retro games. And then we have Adam and Liam. They drop their retro groove shows, which is uh, talks about music from all generations and types and keep an ear out. Somebody on the show was actually a guest on the retro groove uh podcast so keep an ear out for their christmas episode coming up soon and then Very film nice. film logic is a show that recently started over there uh with mike Eston and myself talking about film topics and the latest stuff that we've been watching and it's endorsed by brad william pitt by the way so <laughs> so take a listen to all those different things all kinds of stuff to listen to uh with hopefully some of your interest and if you have any interest in a show that we don't have but our dad who would like to do a podcast we need a playstation one for example come on who's going to run a playstation one come talk to us let us know and we'll we'll figure out what we can do but anyways go to the nintendo dads doing one about quarterly yes uh, go to nintendodads.org to see all the Nintendo Dads family podcast Spotify feeds or go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe. You can also find all of them on Twitter, Twitch, and or YouTube. Give them all a follow, please. 
But also, you can also go to those their different social media feeds. Also, learn about the different contests they do, which like the Dads After Dark show. They just wrapped up their um, their. Um, uh, now I'm forgetting it because I deleted it off the notes because they're stop they're they're ending their stuff. So they're going to read. Yes, thank you, bounties. They're ending their bounties and they're going to be doing new stuff when they launch season four next year. So keep an ear out on them. Game Pass News just relaunched their achievement hunters. Uh, so keep an ear out for them and what they do with achievement hunters. Again, watch their Twitters, listen to their shows, and you'll hear all kinds of stuff on that. Uh, and don't forget, if you're in our community, there's still time to join in on the monthly mayhem. Beat your backlog. It ends on December 22nd, where you pick a game in your backlog that's over one year old that you've never touched. Exceptions made for Nick and Sean, apparently. But anyways, a game you never touched. <laughs> you beat it, and you roll credits, and then tell your story about the game, why you had it, etc., and then give a short written review in our Discord and share it. And you may be selected by John or Drew for $15 in eShop credit. Or you be a lot of winner and get ten dollars because they draw names for that as well. So lots going on in the community, including again in Discord or in our emails where you can drop questions to us. Like the question we got from Warren G. Acres via email. In recent years, we have seen a number of retro game collections come to consoles, such as Castlevania, Mega Man, and Ninja Turtles. What other series of collections would you like to see on the Nintendo Switch? Uh, I, I was thinking about see. this one, and I, I couldn't I, think I, of I have it. an answer. Yes, Can you Justin. Hear me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Uh, the Disney Afternoon Collection. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's that is all I want on there. Yes. What, what's it. going on? Why? Why? Why must we ask for that? It shouldn't even didn't, be an ask. And didn't they recently add a fourth game? I don't know. I don't know. I, I. It's not on the Switch. I don't keep track of it. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, did you have a collection that you would like to see on there? No, I was trying to. I was trying to think of, and everything I could think of already has a collection or is available to through eShop just individually. So I'm like, I really. I want the Capcom Zelda games in a collection. Oh, the Capcom Game Boy or, Zelda games. How about the Pixel Remaster games on Switch? <laughs> there you go. There's a collection. So, the definitely the Final Fantasy Pixel yeah. Remasters. And, sure. and I, think I've, I think I've mentioned this before, but uh, having like uh, the, like Dragon Quest, you know, four, five, six remade on the Switch, or at least re-released on Switch, even if it's just a, an upscaled version of the DS yes. games. I, I would like that. Okay, that's a good that's a good collection for sure. If you have a collection you would like to see on the Nintendo Switch, let us know in the comments or in our Discord. Share it with us. Let us know what collection we might not be thinking of because we'd love to hear it. Uh, another question we have is from our friend Chris HL, again, who I'm going to be doing a stream with uh, on Twitch this Friday night. Uh, his question is, a better Lego game, Harry Potter or Star Wars? You know, it sounds like a Marty question. Too bad he's not here. <laughs> I haven't played any of the Harry Potter games, but I will always just say Star Wars. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I'm, you know, that maybe that's the next one they're going to work on the big mega all in one, like the Star Wars saga one they did. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll be a Harry Potter one. Nice, big, huge, over all seven years. All seven years. Yeah. So when that think- happens, then I think we should compare the two. Cause right now, yes, I think Star Wars beats it since they redid the whole saga and all in the one game. I don't think I've ever played a Harry Potter Lego game, and the last Star Wars Lego game I played was, like, the original one on PS2. (laughs) Nice. All right. Anything else, gentlemen, before we end the show? No. All right. Well, with closing, thank you to all our YouTube subscribers, our 6,566 of you that are subscribing to us on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, And if you have anybody else who's into this kind of stuff too, please share us so that we can get some more subscribers because the ultimate goal is 100,000 subscribers, right? And world domination. And world domination. But I mean, we can, I mean, we can switch those, whatever. Okay. You know, Uh, Twitch over 1,392 followers. And thank you to the 18 switch subscribers who also get access to discord community and activities as well. Don't forget about that. See, Tim wants to get a play button to replace the belt when he loses it. Yes. I would love to be able to circulate <laughs> that play button to go over there because I know Justin keeps eyeballing that belt. And, you know, he just keeps... I, I see you looking over that there. Belt, that belt's coming to the north, my I, friend. I see you looking over there. Anyways, also, don't forget about 20% off your Manscaped orders with free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Also, check out our merch store via nintendodads.org slash merch or just go to nintendodads.org and see all of our stuff there on our website, such as our latest YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to all our social media, our Patreon page, the Nintendo Dads shop for Nintendo Dads merch, like I just mentioned. Or you can find us at most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads. Or you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Or you can call in and leave a voicemail at 92925-NINDADS or 929-256-3237. And before I end off, huge thanks to our Patreon producers again, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Jacqueline Amira. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being our Patreon producer. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice. And don't forget, if they have a review system, please give us high scores, high reviews, like on Apple Podcasts for five stars, anything less. We always go ahead and share, you know, your three-star reviews with Mega Dads. That's fine with us. We only accept five stars. But thank you for dropping a review and saying something and giving us five stars. With that, I'm Tim. This is Justin, and this is Jesse. And for an absent Marty, thank you and good night. Bye bye. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. We sound like the damn Nintendo Dads all of a sudden.